Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this really, really special edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. As you know, I um, have a podcast to shine a light on other women and give a voice to women whose story is moving, meaningful, and compelling. I'm super duper excited about today's show because it's a little something different. We decided to mix it up a little bit. Um, I have a lifelong friend of mine who is now going to be our Friday co-host for the Friday podcast, and her name is Stephanie Abramson. I know a lot of my listeners out there know and love her already. She comes from good people, and she is good people, and I'm so excited to welcome you, Stephanie, as the co-host and the new Friday um, podcast host for this podcast. I'm also excited to welcome today's guest, who's another Louisiana girl we love so much. This is going to be probably one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done. Um, Jen Oaken. Jen, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thanks so much, Susan. Uh, Hi, Stephanie. Thanks, too, for joining us and and inviting me on. Hi, ladies. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Susan, for um, this wonderful podcast and um, what a great um, way and place to um, share uh, ideas and to uplift women. So thank you, Susan. You betcha. Jen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background? Yeah, I mean, um, I am most known for taking photographs, which is probably something um, that I have, well, something I've done for uh, close to 20 years now, which is pretty amazing to say. I don't feel, I feel like when people say they do things for 20 years, they're older and I just don't feel it. I, I love, I love how everything has just been evolving and, and, and um, everything happening, you know, and how we're feeling so young doing things. And I guess doing your passion, you kind of stay young a little bit, huh? <laughs> but I'm a photographer. I, I live in Louisiana. Um, I have two older brothers out of my four older brothers that are also professional photographers. So it kind of runs in the family and we keep each other on our toes and inspired, and um, it's really a cool little thing about me that uh, that I love to share is that I wouldn't be who I am today without the um, the inspiration and, and the the attention and and probably the teasing from my brothers uh, also being in the same profession as I am, um, and uh, you know I. I, I love to mentor. I'm a big mentor for other photographers and, and have done that pretty much throughout my whole career and have started a creative coach um, coaching community called Thrive Community a couple years ago. And I'm still trying to figure out what that is, but it is something I do. It's a part of my, my MO. So that's a little bit about me. Tell it's us what? more about Thrive, if you don't mind, Jen. Well, Thrive is... Um, an online community that I started, it's kind of, it kind of went slow a little bit, but I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, you're just trying to figure things out, right? That's the whole creative process. But um, it is a space where I, I have um, created, where creatives can come online, they can talk to me a little bit about what they're doing. We talk um, about you know, what their hiccups are or what their, their triumphs or that their things that need to be celebrated. Cause the one thing I've realized in the whole creative realm, especially in my own history of, you know, moving into more um, empowerment of myself and confidence in myself is that 
I forget the stuff that I did that people need to hear about. And, and, and promoting that and, and, and seeing that in other people, other creatives, other um, women in the business that, that they, they got to remember what they've done and, and, and how to promote that with, you know, in a more humbling and, or in a more confident way and not feel weird about um, what it is that we've done so wonderful, you know, like we got we to gotta keep each other keep each other together and close and, and, and give people permission to be able to speak up. And I think that's kind of my goal in Thrive is to allow people to, to give themselves permission to have the confidence that they need to move forward in any creative endeavor that they choose because I'm any, if anything, following your passion and doing what you, you love is going to, you're not going to work a day in your life, right? That's what they say. And I don't feel that. I don't feel like I ever really work, even though, you could say I've worked my butt off in the last, uh, at the beginning of this year and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's a little bit more about five. <laughs> so I want to interject really quickly. It uh, sounds to me like you're encouraging women to own their story, like Renee Brown says. And I think that's what women fail to do so often. And we need to start to welcome women who own their story and step into their uh, with grace, step into their space. Right. And, and, you know, it's owning your story. It is totally a Brene Brown thing. I'm a big, huge fan of Brene Brown. Um, and, and, and the whole thing about owning your story that I love is it, it, she talks a lot about vulnerability and that's a very scary thing, but owning your story can also be owning the positive parts of your story. Like, Heck yeah, I went and did this thing and it was really great and owning that and, and how much it helps people and how much it helps, you know, yourself as a woman. It doesn't always have to be such um, a hard time in your life either. So it, 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 there's a balance there that we need to find, especially as women who feel so much and, and it's just such a beautiful part of us. Jen, um, what is or what do you consider your proudest professional accomplishment? Well, that just, it just happened. Like, like during the stay-at-home ordinance in uh, March when that happened, um, I, I was texted by a good friend of mine, Amy Sup, that to do the front porch project uh, and bring the front porch project to Baton Rouge, which was a pay it forward initiative um, that photographers could volunteer their time. I started volunteering my time, taking pictures of people on their front porches. And instead of paying me for the services, they paid it forward to the local, to a local business that, that they wanted to make sure that was taken care of and support during the stay at home ordinance when, you know, pretty much the economy was shut down um, there in March. And, that's wonderful. What, what a wonderful way to memorialize um, a very difficult time for families. In fact, I have to say that um, I saw um, a photo of a family that is near and dear to me from Baton Rouge and Susan, um, I'm sure knows the family and you had memorialized, um, it was generations of family in front of their home. And I just thought it was so moving, you know, we we have sort of this theme or this theme in the country about we're all in this together. And literally, um, you know, th that sort of, that resonated with this front porch, 
um, front porch project. So, um, I, you know, I tip my hat to you. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was something that I knew it, it was really easy to take the call to do. Um, and about maybe three or four days into it with the, I mean, I had over, over a thousand people inquiring about getting their porches taken so that they could pay it forward. And we immediately signed on, started signing on other photographers. And that was pretty impressive. We had over 20 photographers just in Baton Rouge and over 50 photographers across the country um, sign on for the front porch project. And I got to tell you, we didn't start the idea. We got the idea from the front steps project, which was a photographer in uh, Massachusetts, Kara, um, and I'm going to, it's Soleil, I think. I can't, I'm going to, that's, that's not the way you say her last name, and, and excuse me for that. But she actually started the Front Steps Project, and it was a pay-it-forward initiative. And about three days later, after she started her project, that also went into Canada and nationally, we started the Front Porch Project down in Baton Rouge. We had to change the name because we have beautiful porches in the South. Like, it was just something we did. Like, you know, being a, a woman of business and, and having that business mindset, I, I had to appeal to the to the um, target audience, right? And, and the verbiage is all on what you say. Community is all the, all the, it's very important. <laughs> Can you, do you, um, you know approximately um, uh, how much money has been raised through your efforts through the Front Port Project in, in the Baton Rouge community or in Louisiana? Yes. Well, in the Baton Rouge community, we were just over, and I, it was so amazing. We were right at a million dollars. That's fantastic. It forward. Uh, it was. It was. It, it was crazy to get the um, to do the survey and start getting the entry entries in and start doing you know the averages. And and I was thinking, wow, the average is like four hundred and ten dollars per family. It's not going to stay that way. I think they've come down a bit, but not by much. These families just showed up in in all across the Louisiana state. The, the entire state, it was one point one point two eight million dollars is what we we uh, reported as bringing in, and um, and it was just it was just amazing the the the, the stories coming in from the, the porch families, and, and they just they just kept giving and giving. They're like. Well, I gave about 500, but I know it was more than that because me, you know, and it was just this like, this like abundance of love and togetherness and, and, you know, like Susan said earlier, if we're all in it together or, you know, he, or Stephanie, you said earlier, we're all in this together. And if you show up and you, you, you give people a reason and a purpose, especially in our beautiful state of Louisiana, I, I know the two of you guys um, understand this pretty well. We, we have, we're no strangers to adversity and 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 definitely can stand up in in the times of 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 hardship and and support one another and it's pretty amazing how we can do that down here in Louisiana and I just got to give huge props to everybody that showed up with me in this project I mean it they they really are the people that made it what it the the results that that happened that's fantastic um, I'm curious, um, and this may um, be something that you want to think about, but I'm curious if um, having undertaken this project, if it has informed your photography and how you take pictures in a different way than for the pandemic? Yes, 
you know, it, I, it was interesting I, when I, when I first released that I, I only did three posts, right. And I, it's just a quick description. And I, I said, you know, I got a long lens that was just made for this project. And, and I love my 70 to 200 lens. So you know, the technical um, aspect of being a photographer, I didn't change really a thing. I, I shoot with that long lens. I love it. I love the look. It helps. It has defined and helped um, articulate my style of photography, right? But mentally, um, inspirationally, uh, emotionally, this this project has has brought a new light to my eyes. I, you know, thinking that uh, constantly keeping in my thought the Thrive community and and the the mission to help creatives and to bring community of people together so that we all come up together. This project just kind of show shined a light on that for me. I realized that it's not so much me telling somebody how to be a better business person or give them a one, two, two three step process. It was, I got to now be an example of what it's like to show up for your community and be on a more holistic level, holistic level of, of taking pictures. I'm not just taking pictures to um, create a business and to have income. And, you know, I've, I've always known about that emotional side. I really love, I love love. And I, I believe that love has an amazing story to tell us and, as a photographer, I take that on and want to capture that in, in my photos and, and the interaction between my subjects and, and, and giving them a moment in time that they can remember and hold on to. Um, but knowing that every time I push the button that a business, somebody outside of my company, outside of, of my process of delivering the photo, to the client outside of this interaction between myself and the, and the person or the family that's on the porch getting their picture taken, our purposes together did something greater for our community. And that is something that I think is very important and, and viable in that needs to be in all of our communities as we grow through this pandemic and, and, and come out of it. You know, if anything, holding those close to you, not just your family, but the, the small businesses in your community, holding politicians and leaders in our community accountable and make sure that, that what we need as a community is being expressed and they are hearing us, um, allowing people to just have a better communication because We've all gone through a similar thing. We no longer are divided by our schedules or um, our businesses or our target markets. We, we, we all come together and work together for one cause, and that was to support, encourage, and give each other what now is a virtual hug because we can't physically be within six feet of each other. So it was interesting how as a photographer and my business just became way more bigger than myself than just the transaction between me and the person that I was photographing or the family that I was photographing. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> I loved every bit of it. I um, wholeheartedly agree. Um, 
with her sentiment and you obviously are a testament and an example um, how to lead. You mentioned, um, you use descriptors like uplifting and inspirational. So that um, sort of like leads me to my next question is, who has been um, your best uh, inspirational mentor? Oh my gosh, talk about some vulnerability. Like I, 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 I've thought about this question a lot and I have an amazing family. I mean, obviously we, we work together. We've, we've gone through everything together. At the end of the day, we say we can have pancakes, right? And I think the, the leader of that family or that, that person was our father who actually passed away 10 years ago. Um, sorry, this, this 10 years ago, and no, no, thank you, thank you. Um, I, but he, he was a man that talked about coming, overcoming really hard times. He, you know, he, he, he went through. He raised the family. There's five of us. He always provided for our family. He worked his way up in corporation. When we lived in Houston for a good, good amount of time when we were younger. Um, he was the vice president of the company, and during the, in the 80s when Houston crashed, the yeah, economy crashed, he lost his job, and literally six months later, he had a massive heart attack, which was right after, um, at, right after uh, his health insurance severance pay ended, and so he survived it. I was about 10 years old, and we had to, you know, we went bankrupt because of it, and from that point on, I saw my father do whatever it takes, saying yes to swinging ice cream in the middle of the night, to selling women's shoes at his apartment store, to provide for our family. And he, he was such an uplifting, kind soul. He loved everybody. He brought everybody in. He was the joke, the life of the party. I, it just like all of that, I feel like, just rubbed off, off on me and you know it's once I started my own business and started um, a path of my own career after leaving my brother's photography business and leaving the Baton Rouge um, he, he, he took on my finances he helped me he, he stayed close to me he made sure that I was taken care of and he always said you know he always said that if all five of us, it would, be, it would be tough, got together, we would be unstoppable. But each one of us, he made sure that we were all able to to be uplifted and, and be on our own, too. It, he just had a really great way, no matter what he was dealing with, being able to show up for the people he cared about. And and it really did rub off on me being, you know, I, I'm very very in tune with what my, what's going on in my community. And I love that. I love that about the South too, about living in Louisiana, living in Baton Rouge, that people just, they just give a damn what the next person is doing. And they want to make sure everybody's okay. And, and that's, it's really important that we have that empathetic heart in us and, and be able to, to provide, even if it's just a, a hug or a word of encouragement. So, and, and I did, I got that from my dad, my papa bear. So, and then it's kind of cliche to say it's your dad or your mom or something, but it really was his, his whole view on how he raised our family prepared me for being able to show up and, and, and be the leader 
that I was able to be during this front porch project and help not only the community, but the other photographers in um, really giving us all a sense of purpose. It was just amazing, the collective sense of purpose that we all received from the project. The kind and generous words that um, you describe your dad, I think is wonderful. I think it's um, admirable. Um, you've talked a little bit about um, how you have supported the Baton Rouge community um, with the Front Porch Project. So I'm curious how you would advise, particularly women, um, other women uh, to support women in business. What advice would you have or how would you advise other women to support women in business? You know, I, I gotta tell you that using each other's services, giving each other a chance to, to provide for somebody, uh, provide for you. So not only are you financially supporting them, giving back to them, um, but you're also able to firsthand experience it and be able to give constructive, collective feedback. Um, I think that that is really important. Um, I'm personally going through uh, with a business coach, and one of the next phases is that we're gonna we're gonna take a survey. And we're going to send it out to very important people in my life. And they're going to be really truthful and, 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 and give me back feedback. And I'm scared to death of that. But at the same time, I know that's what's going to make me grow as a person, especially in business and moving forward and, and helping me develop and, and be who I want to be. So being able to, to really understand the, the person that you are supporting, the, the woman that is either just starting out or has, you know, at, at her five-year marker or at her 10-year her marker where she's redefining something or wants to add something to her, her collection of talents and, and, and creativity, being able to experience it as firsthand as possible and then being able to give collective feedback is, has been something that has shown to me that that's going to be my best way to, um, to, uh, to give back to the community that I, I want to empower as women in business. Like we've got to take care of each other because um, um, maybe there might not be another person there to, to show up for for the person or be able to see it the way we see it because we're also a woman in business. You know, like, so having, having experience as much, collecting as much experience as a woman in business and being able to share that, um, and especially if we can get it, you know, in a direct line from each other, that would be awesome. I know I'm constantly reaching out to the people that have used my services, um, especially the women, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, blessed my target market really has kind of developed as being the, the, the people that hire me to do the portraits um, for their family, especially they are career driven business women that, that are um, utilizing my services. So I love talking to them about what I can do and what their thoughts are. Um, I try to pull it out of them. And it's beautiful to see how open they are to be with me. And I would do the same thing for any person that um, uh, was seeking or looking for criticism. 
I, get, I think the other thing, too, that I've learned is that you necessarily can't give criticism or um, advice or someone uh, unsolicited. That's, that's been a big, that's been a big thing for me that I've, I've learned, a tough lesson I've learned over the years. You can't necessarily solicit your words of experience and advice to other people. They got to be ready to hear them. And so, right. You know, making sure the person is ready to hear uh, what you have to say or what they, you know, instead of trying to say something they need to hear, just make sure they're right before you say anything, just make sure they're ready to hear what they want to hear or what they think they want to hear or what you have to tell them. You face challenges in your life. Obviously, you um, discuss um, particularly um, with your dad. I'm curious what has been your biggest challenge or setback and how you overcame it. Yeah, man. Well, I, I would say it's more challenges for me than setbacks. I don't, um, uh, you know, like we're our own worst enemy. So I definitely think that um, that's probably been my biggest setback. But the challenges that really pushed me to grow and to become bigger outside of myself is, you know, I, I was in business and I worked for two of my brothers who were very, very creative and very, um, very, very, like, loved what they did, too, which is where I got a lot of my passion for photography. They, we, we're all still professional photographers, you know, and we all still bounce around each other. But one of my biggest challenges was actually letting go of the the the, the the family photography and not necessarily letting it go because we all still work together, but rebranding myself in, as Jen Oaken photography instead of being with Oaken photography and, and allowing myself permission to be able to do this on my own, that I didn't, I didn't need somebody else to necessarily um, to support and, and, and be, you know, a part of a, a bigger, something bigger when I actually took the step. Because it's hard. It's hard to, to let go of, fam especially family, and, and move on into something. But when I finally did that, I actually became something even bigger beyond myself because I, I, I was able to make some decisions for me that were important to me and, and with a line with my uh, goals and core values and things like that, that necessarily weren't the same. I think that's such an important message about, you know, I think there's a lot of conversation, particularly among women, about giving yourself permission. And um, that's sort of a darn shame, but you've shown um, that by giving yourself permission to step out on your own, that you can achieve new and innovative things uh, on your own. So I, I think that's um, really important and noteworthy uh, for our audience to know. Yeah, you, yeah, for sure. Reiterating that and, and, just, and just saying I have permission, it, it, it's tough, but it is something that is very valuable. And not only to yourself, but to the people that are closest to you and even to your community. You, you, when, you, when, you step, when you take the, the confidence to step up and give yourself permission to do something, you're not just only helping yourself or your family, you, you have, you're doing a service to your community. 
can you um, tell us on a lighter note, or maybe it's not a lighter note, maybe it's a deeper note, can you tell us a surprise? <laughs> can you tell us a surprising fact about you? Oh, geez, I laugh, I laugh, I laugh, because it's it's so funny. I am one of those people that he did it all. Like, he, it's all on my sleeve kind of thing, you know? And, and um, you know, and, and that's, but at the same time, I am like, but it's all good, man. We're all going to get through this together. It's so much fun. You know, I, I, I joke, one of my friends joked with me that, I, you know, I'm, I'm a butterfly because I always just have this, like, positive aura around me but a couple years ago I started learning how to play the guitar um and um and within the last year or so probably a little bit over a year now uh, I started writing songs and and I was taking a songwriter class um with one of my good friends here in Baton Rouge and and I'm writing a song you know we wrote one in a day kind of thing it was it was a challenge and uh he's like Damn, Jennifer, you write really sad songs. You're being so positive. I just always see you <laughs> uplifting. And so, yeah, I, I have a couple of songs in there being sad. <laughs> uh, well, I am. Fact, I've only written one positive song. I'm curious to hear one of those songs. Hopefully, we can hear one of those songs in the near future. Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I definitely have I've played on my out a few times just to kind of. It's just a whole creative process, you know, if, if you do things creatively that are outside of your creative, you know, what you've chosen to be your main creative outlet, whatever that is, but if you challenge yourself and be creative outside, like whether it's, you know, cooking, I chose playing, learning to play music, um, it really helps you holistically as a creative, and so that was kind of my thing, but then I've enjoyed it, I've enjoyed co-writing songs and and, and I'm starting to learn how to play with other people and get a little more confident about playing out. So maybe, maybe someday I will, will uh, record them. Jen, it's been such a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for uplifting us and for um, uplifting the community. If people want to know more, um, how can they reach you? How can they contact you? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm Jen Oaken, Jen with two N's, O-C-K-E-N, is my handler um, on all my social media, Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have a website, jenoakenphotography.com, um, and I am, uh, my profile on Facebook is um, public, so anybody who wants to message me there, uh, I, I open and, and welcome it. I would love to um, reach out, network with more people, get, you know, just keeping people, um, abreast about how Thrive Community is coming together, um, especially if you're somebody who wants to, uh, move forward and, and find that confidence and give yourself permission and, and, and into whatever creative adventure or avenue you want to take. I would, I would love to hear more about it and, and, and help if, if that, if that's a good fit. But, um, yeah. Great. That's how. I'm, I'm, on, I'm all over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing your story with us. We appreciate it, and we hope um, our listeners will um, follow you um, and um, learn more about you. Uh, thank you again. Ladies, I just want to jump in and say Stephanie, thank you to both of it. you.
Yes, thank you, Susan, too, Stephanie. I, I loved it. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Well, folks, we're going to put a blog out about Jen within, I'd say, the next four days. So next week, look for that on the website at freemanmeansbusiness.com. And Jennifer, I'll share that with you so that you can share it with your network. And Stephanie, thank you so much for being such a great hostess today. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody, and thank you for listening.